if if everyone owns it, no one owns it, and that's where you can get the breakdown of of you know really focus and um, accountability and consistency in the approach and how things are going. So I think that is one of the other great things about uh, vendor risk is that it brings a discipline to the organization that really is tough to do in an ad hoc environment. Welcome to this episode of Rethinking Vendors. Uh, my name is Tom Rogers, CEO of VentureCentric. I'm here with my buddy, Paul Schrantz. Good How morning. You, Paul? Good to see you, Tom. Good. And with Samad Sefadin. Good morning, Tom. How's it going? Good, good. And we're really excited that we're following up a previous podcast we had with this duo. Uh, I've got Gavin McCarthy and Chris Kane from Vendor Risk, our buddies over there that have started a really cool software platform for managing vendor relationships. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Good morning, hey, Tom. Thanks for having us again. Yeah, awesome. Well, we're glad you appreciate you coming back. I, we spent a little bit of time on that last podcast really getting to know you guys a little bit and learning about Vendorist, the company, and uh, all your exploits with P. Diddy. So that was pretty that <laughs> right. was pretty interesting and fun to learn. You wouldn't think you'd go from P. Diddy to procurement, but I guess that's the direction that you guys took, and it's been obviously super successful for you given the fact you're working with over 150 different organizations all around the country now. So on the uh, on the last episode, we we kind of hit some highlights about you guys, the company, and how you started Vendor Risk, and and really some of the reasons why over 150 organizations have have come to you now wanting to put in place a vendor management system. So what I really wanted to do here is follow up on that and dig into some of the specific things that Vendor Risk does. And, and really, as you think about the people that need to do this work on the ground level, um, the different uh, functionality and modules and things like that that are involved. But I thought the best place to start maybe is with the basics. And that's really just uh, helping organizations get their arms around all these vendor relationships they have. Mm-hmm. And, and not just a list of the vendors, but really understanding who those vendors are and and where they fit within the organization. So talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. So the application itself is actually set up to accommodate really any size organization. So it's a modular approach. And really the core to the experience and what you're talking about is around the vendors module. And everything kind of spokes off from there. So we have the contracts module, we have different modules for different review types, but really the core experience is all about your vendors. Um, the challenge that a lot of organizations have is trying to figure out first who their vendors are and what service they're actually providing. Um, and you alluded to this earlier, but a lot of folks don't know who those vendors are. They might have a W-9 and, uh, you know, it's okay to pay them. But really, at the end of the day, you don't know what exactly they do because a lot of these folks inside the organization aren't talking to one another or have their pool of vendors and they work with them, but they're not sharing that information with other departments. So right. vendor risk so, so opens, sorry, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, no, sorry. So so who are some of the um, the folks that you're talking about, right? Because I think a lot of people think about, you know, vendors that, that's handled maybe by procurement or finance, but there's really a lot of different people that are 
that are dealing with the vendors? Who are, who are some of the different groups that, that you're talking about there? Yeah, so the IT departments are a classic example where they may have, um, they kind of own the relationship and there's a piece of software that maybe the whole organization uses, but, um, but it's really owned, that relationship is owned by the IT folks. So at the core of it, they, folks outside of IT don't know, you know who the per- point person is on that relationship. You know, if there was a question about support um, or following up with that vendor, how do you get that information? So vendor risk, you know, if everything is loaded into vendor risk, you know, anyone across all departments can log in and say, hey, we have that software that does X, Y, and Z. Uh, maybe I'm interested in something similar for my department. Maybe we could renegotiate that contract and get a better deal. Mm-hmm. So I think at the core of it, that that's um, that's really where vendor risk kind of really uh, elevates the conversation uh, in, de- in across departments and allows folks to understand the different pieces and different, uh, even basic information, just, you know, uh, is this a minority-owned company? You know, which department owns that relationship? How do we categorize it? Um, you know, what contracts are associated with this and what's the dollar amount? A lot of that information isn't, people aren't privy to that. Right. Um, or even tracking so it. Or maybe right. Exactly. Exactly. All. Right. So it's kind of changing that mindset and, uh, you know, having conversations between departments. So people are aware of, um, you know, who the vendors are and all the dollars associated with that relationship. So um, that's really the core experience of the vendors module. And then you, you spoke it out and you look at the contracts module. It does that to the next level. You can see exactly the details on your contracts, you know, the provisions that are buried in in the contracts, uh, really the specifics on, you know, what are the risks associated with that contract? What are the SLAs that I'm, uh, the vendors bound to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. that information is very accessible in vendor risk. So you're no longer, um, you know, relying on the word of one department said, yeah, we're good. Whereas this is kind of your Bible. It shows you exactly what, um, what each contract does and, and how it's constructed. Right, so it's almost like um, like a CRM for your vendors, right? So it's you're exactly you're creating a, a central place where all your vendor records can live. You're tracking, you're kind of building profiles around your vendors to understand who they are. In some organizations that have, say, diversity initiatives, and they may want to understand who they're working with. That's a small minority woman-owned business, or maybe a veteran-owned business. Um, like some of our clients in the healthcare space, they need to track that. Um, and what contracts you have with those vendors. And you guys have talked a few times about who owns the relationship. We find that, right, Paul? We find uh, that a lot, that there's a, a lack of clarity around who even owns the relationship with the vendor. Yeah, I was just with uh, an organization last week, and that was one of the big issues that came up. There was a director of IT in the room, and when we were going through showing him and demoing the vendor's module, he asked the question, well, what if we don't know who the business owner is? And he was just legitimately saying that sometimes these relations are owned by multiple people and if if everyone owns it, no one owns it. And that's where you can get the breakdown of, of you know, really focus and um, accountability and consistency in the approach and how things are going. So I think that is one of the other great things about uh, vendor risk is that it brings a discipline to the organization that really is tough to do in an ad hoc environment. Well, and I think that the um, that 
Absolutely. And I, and kind of, so what comes out of a lot of the conversations, so as a, as a consulting partner with you guys, is we're out there doing the demo of the software sometimes, like what Paul was saying, you know, the ability to identify who the business owner is, is great. But one of the big challenges is, is before they can put that information in the system, there's a whole process they have to go through to actually say, well, who is going to own this relationship and how do we determine that? And what does it mean to own the relationship and what types of things should folks be doing? So, so a lot of times looking at automating vendor management through vendor risk really drives more strategic conversations around how do we as an organization go about figuring out who owns the vendor relationship and what should they be doing and, and what level of oversight should they have and things like that. Does that basically allow you to create this framework and then turn on the modules in vendor risk? Because I'm, I'm a little unclear on what module, like what these modules really do. Like, does it all come out of the box or who drives like which modules need to be turned on? Yeah, typically that's done through an exploratory 15 minute phone conversation with with the key stakeholder of the vendor management office. Um, you know, we, we don't we don't do any demos without having an initial conversation because there's no point in setting up a demo and showing every module if it's not applicable to what their the core needs are. Um, so, you know, based on that conversation, we'll say, OK, and, and sometimes it's a phased approach if they're just getting their hands on, you know, sort of their feet wet with this. They're, they're typically doing a dump from an accounts payable system just to, just as a starting point. Um, so we'll say, all right, for now, let's just focus on vendors. Let's just focus on getting the data in for vendors and contacts with the vendors. Um, from there, you know, phase two or you know whatever we do, we'll, it grows. The maturity of the program grows over time. Um, so it's really not an all or nothing approach where you have to start out of the box with everything. Um, we sort of can do phases where we'll start small, uh, grow and you know grow modules and add them on. But all the modules, as you as you um, as you add more modules in vendor risk, they the data points all interact with each other. Um, so you know if you're doing a performance review, we have we we have incident tracking. So if if there's a, an issue or an incident with the vendor, that feeds into the performance review. So the you know so the modules work and tie in together. Um, yeah, and I was just going to add to that that one of the thing you know with our team with Tom and our, our consultants is that you know we take a very collaborative and iterative approach with the clients and really you know, def 